0: Hello and thank you for listening to today's broadcast from Stony Point Baptist Church with Pastor Jim England. Today's message is a continuation in the series Jesus Ministry in the Gospel of Luke. And now, here's Brother Jim. Okay, I'm going to ask you to get your Bibles. We're going to look in the Gospel of Luke again this morning. Luke chapter 19. We're going to pick up with verse 1. Story of Zacchaeus. And and by the way, uh, Verse 10 is actually what this is about. If you want to know what this verse is really about, it's verse 10. For the Son of Man has come to seek and save that which is lost. If you want a verse to be able to memorize, that's the verse you want. Uh, Luke 19, 10. So let's pick up at verse 1. It says, Then Jesus entered and passed through Jericho. And now behold, there was a man, Zacchaeus. He was chief tax collector, and he was rich. He sought to see who Jesus was, but could not because of the crowd, for he was of short stature. So he ran ahead and climbed into a sycamore tree to see him, for he was going to pass that way. And when Jesus came to the place, he looked up, he saw him, and he said to him, Zacchaeus, make haste, come down, for today I must stay at your house. So he made haste and came down and received him joyfully. But when they saw it, they all complained, saying, He's gone to be a guest with a man who is a sinner. Then Zacchaeus stood and said to the Lord, Lord, I give half of my goods to the poor. If I have taken anything from anyone by false accusation, I restore fourfold. And Jesus said to him, Today salvation has come to this house, because he also is a son of Abraham. For the Son of Man has come to seek and save that which is lost. Let's have prayer. Lord, will you bless this... This day, help us to gain wisdom and insight from your word, and may we be different because of it. Bless each one that listens and hears today, and I thank you for all that you do, and we pray your blessings in Jesus' name, amen. Charles Spurgeon preached in, uh, it was in the 1800s, Metropolitan Tabernacle there in London. He was such a wonderful speaker. He, He preached God's word. He shared the gospel. 5,000 people came every Sunday to be able to hear him morning and night. Filled the place. Charles Spurgeon also started a school for preachers, young preachers. And so on Fridays, they would gather at his house under a tree, and people could ask him any questions they wanted. And then he would call on somebody, and he'd say, you never know when he's going to call, and he'd give them a passage of Scripture, and he'd say, we want you just to get up and just share something about that passage of Scripture. One day he did just that to this very passage. This young man got up, and here's what he said. He said, number one, Zacchaeus was little in stature, and so am I. He said, two, Zacchaeus, he was up a tree, and so am I. And he said, number three, Zacchaeus came down out of that tree, and so will I. And he sat down. And Spurgeon gave him a round of applause and all those that were there. Well, you know, what we know about Zacchaeus, most of it's when we was little, we heard that song. You remember that song? Zacchaeus was a wee wee little man, and a wee little man was he. And he climbed up in the sycamore tree for the Lord he wanted to see. And the Lord said, Zacchaeus, you come down, for I'm going to come to your house today. Well, some people would hear that, and they'd say, that Zacchaeus, he must have been a nice fella. He must have been such a good guy to be around. If you had asked the people of his day, before he met Jesus, you know what they would have said? Oh, he's a little fella, but he is the meanest fella that we know. In fact, if you was going into Jericho, and you would have said, Pick out the very worst person you know. The person that would be the hardest to change. The one that you don't even think anybody could help. Who would it be? Now I'm sure you'd get different answers. But I'm also positive that Zacchaeus, his name would come up over and over again. He was a mean fella. Mean. Notice the Bible says he was a chief. Tax collector. Not just a tax collector. Chief. You had to have a lot of money to be able to get that position. But to also to get that position, you kind of had to be mean. You had to be ruthless. You see, it really didn't matter if you was dealing with somebody that was poor, that was sick, that was old. He was ruthless. I want my money. You got to pay your taxes. He was also, the Bible tells us, rich. Some would say greedy, greedy. You know why he was in Jericho? Jericho, at that time, boy, it was down below sea level, and it was warm. It was a spot. They they had raised some crops that, at that time that nobody did, and they exported those. Herod the Great had built a mansion there. There was other people, dignitaries. They'd come down there. They had vacation homes there. There was priests that would come from Jerusalem and they would live there. It was the spot to live. And it was a trade route. And so people with their goods would come through. And guess what? He would make sure he collected his money from them all. And he had people and positions. He was the chief. And he was rich. They had a certain amount they had to collect. And then if they all the more they got, they got to keep. And they squeeze the money out of people. Because, you know, some people have this belief. The more money you got, the happier you're going to be. The more money you got, the more power you're going to have. The more money you got, the greater you are. And Zacchaeus was greedy. And that's what people would say. They'd say, yeah, he's a greedy little man. And I'll say something else. When people heard his name... Even if they didn't know who he was, they despised it. The Jews felt like that tax collectors were traitors, working for a government that had come and set up in their homeland. And they considered them traitors, and they despised them. They considered them about as low as you can go. It didn't matter that they had money. That was Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus was hated. He was despised. So what's interesting is when you come to this story, Zacchaeus has a desire to see Jesus. You know what that tells us? You really don't know what's going on in somebody's heart. There are some people that you think that could never be reached, but you don't know what's happening inside them. You don't know how God is dealing with them. Now, Zacchaeus, apparently when we read this, most people agree that he hadn't seen Jesus. He sought to see him. He hadn't seen him. But Zacchaeus, I'm sure, has heard that Jesus has a disciple that was a tax collector. And maybe he knew personally of Levi. And he had heard that Levi had got out, had left it behind him. And so maybe he had a desire because of Levi and how good God was to Levi and the change that it made to see Jesus because of Levi. And it happened, it wasn't too much before this, that Jesus had taught the parable of the Pharisee and the tax collector. Now, it very well could be that one of the reasons that he become a tax collector was because of the hypocrisy and the hatred of some of the religious rulers. You know there's people today. That are just turned off. Because they see hypocrisy. And it could be that Zacchaeus was affected by that. It could be that people had made fun of him. And he said I'm going to get back at him. And he did. But Jesus told that parable. Of the Pharisee. That said Lord I'm glad. That I'm not like the, him. That tax collector. And the tax collector said, Lord, forgive me, a sinner. And Jesus said, I tell you, that tax collector is the one that went home justified. Zacchaeus probably heard that story. Somebody had just shared with him. And because of that story, it got him thinking about Jesus. He's real. By the way, let me say this also about Matthew, about Levi being the tax collector. That had happened quite a bit earlier. Don't ever think that your testimony doesn't have an impact upon people. Your testimony, when you share it, somebody else may remember it when they're dealing or talking with somebody in a similar situation may may share your testimony with somebody else. You can have an impact even long after Or even a different place, a different community because of your testimony. Don't ever disregard the impact that your life and your testimony can have upon people. So what we see with Zacchaeus is, I believe that you began to see his faith. Began to come out. Zacchaeus has come to see Jesus. And notice verse 3 tells us he can't get to him because of the crowds. You see that throughout the New Testament. The crowds, and it is hard to get to Jesus because of people. Listen, we, we want people to see Jesus. And we want to do all that we can so that people can know Jesus. But here, they were keeping some people from Jesus. So Zacchaeus said, you know, the only way for me to see Jesus is to run out ahead and to get up high. And so Zacchaeus gives up his dignity. You see, an older man, a prominent person, would not run. No, you 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 wore those gowns that came down here, and to run you'd have to pick them up like that. And that wouldn't be proper. But Zacchaeus said, you know what, it's going to be worth it to see Jesus. You see, here's what the Bible tells us. God resists the proud, but He gives His grace to the humble. Zacchaeus is having to humble himself. Gird himself up so he can run. And when he runs, he climbs up into a sycamore tree. That's something else. An older man wouldn't have done that. You know who does that? A kid. But you know what the Bible tells us? To become a Christian, you've got to have faith like a child. And Zacchaeus climbs up in the sycamore. It's not quite the sycamore trees that we have. He would have had big trunk, but it would also, the limbs would have been a little lower and been more like a fig tree, and he'd climbed up, because Zacchaeus was wanting to see Jesus. See, we see his faith on display, and not only that, but when Jesus sees him, and I've got some more to say about that in just a moment, but let's just focus on Zacchaeus. He said, Zacchaeus, I want you to come down, make haste, and you know what he does? He does quickly. He comes to Christ. Now, when the Holy Spirit is dealing with you, you've sensed the Holy Spirit. You know the Holy Spirit's real. You know when you come under conviction and He's speaking to you and He said, you know, that's wrong, or you've got something going on in your life, you need to be able to to pray about this, or He puts a burden on you, here's something that you need to take care of. You can sense God's Spirit and you know He's real. Zacchaeus felt that. And when the Holy Spirit speaks, you need to act and act then. You need to come quickly. You need to respond. The Bible tells us today's the day of salvation. Don't put it off. And Zacchaeus obeys and he comes quickly. And notice it also says this about Zacchaeus. Not only did he come quickly, but it tells us that Zacchaeus received the Lord, verse 6. He made haste, come down, and he received the Lord joyfully. Joy in his heart. He comes down... You know what this reminds me of? Revelation chapter 3, verse 20. There, the church of Laodicea. Jesus is at that church, and he gives us this verse. He said, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone. He's standing at the church door. But listen, the church is just about people. And so we're talking to individuals. Behold. Stand at the door and knock. If anybody will open the door, you've got to open it. He's just not coming in. You have to open the door. If anybody will open the door, I'll come in and sup with him. I'll dine with him. I'll fellowship with him and him with me. The Lord desires to have a relationship, a fellowship with us. If you'll open the door, I'll come in. What the Bible tells us, John 1, 12, to him that receives him to, to seize Christ. He's given the power. The right to be called a child of God. John 1.12 If you'll open the door. You can be a child of God. You know what I think we see taking place right here. A man that people said. Could never be reached. A man people said. Is the meanest. The vilest. Coming to Christ. See money can't make you happy. It doesn't give you joy down deep inside. It doesn't provide you a peace with God. And that is what Zacchaeus desired. And that day Zacchaeus found real joy, lasting peace. Now, here's what we also see. Here's some things that Zacchaeus found out about Jesus. You see, Zacchaeus was wanting so much to find Jesus... And it turns out that Jesus knew his name. Jesus passed, there's, cra- there's people everywhere. And Jesus looks up and he says, Zacchaeus. He knows him by name. Do you know God knows your name? He knows you. All the people that's in the world. And God knows you. You know, Jeremiah 29 13 says, If we seek him, We'll find him if we search for him with all our hearts. Zacchaeus was coming to seek the Lord. He found him. If you're serious about finding God, he's ready to be found. God's not hiding. He wants to be found. He wants to have a relationship with you. He's got the Holy Spirit at work. Knocking. Knocking on your heart's door. Here's something else he found out. Not only did Jesus know his name, Jesus already knew his heart. Jesus knew his heart. It reminds me of in John, that first chapter of John. Jesus is calling the disciples and Philip found Jesus. And he comes because he's concerned about his friend. And he comes to Nathaniel. This is in John 1, 45. Philip found Nathaniel. He said, we found him of whom Moses and the law and also the prophets wrote. Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. And Nathanael said, Can anything good come out of Nazareth? And Philip said, Come and see. And Jesus saw Nathanael coming toward him and said, Behold, an Israelite indeed, in whom is no deceit. Nathanael said, How do you know me? And Jesus said to him, Before Philip called you, when you were under that fig tree, I saw you. And Nathanael answered and said, Rabbi, you are the Son of God. Now, why was that? You see, there was more going on there. I wonder what Nathaniel was thinking about under that fig tree. Maybe he was thinking about hypocrisy. And he said, Lord, I just want to be authentic. I want to be real. I don't care who's pretending. I want to be real. I don't, I don't want sin to be in my life. Forgive me and help me to live for you. And Jesus knew his heart. He said, here's an Israelite with no God." How do you know that? I saw you under the fig tree. I know what you were thinking. wonder what Zacchaeus was thinking. Levi. That Levi. I heard that when he became a disciple. He turned and gave up being a tax collector. He threw a party. Jesus come to his house. I wish that Jesus could come to my house. I wish that he would change me. And let me invite people To come to know him. And then Jesus says. Zacchaeus. Come down. I'm coming to your house. He knows his heart. You know what? He knows your heart. The very things that you desire. Do you desire to know him? God knows. And he'll pursue you. Knocking on your heart's door. What is your desire? Zacchaeus had a desire to know God. Jesus knew his future. Jeremiah, the prophet, he said, Lord, before you formed me in the belly, you knew me. The apostle Paul, he picked up on that in the book of Galatians. And the apostle Paul said, Lord, you separated me from my mother's womb. You had a plan for my life. You knew who I was going to be. God knows your future. When you allow Christ to be the Lord of your life, you've got a future, and you can make an impact for Him, and He knows it. Also, here's what we see. Not only do we see Zacchaeus' faith, but we saw he he repented. And you know how you know you somebody repents, the fruit. When you start reading the Gospels, who is it that you first meet in the Gospels? No matter which one it is. John the Baptist, right? Remember what John the Baptist's message was? Repent. The kingdom of God's at hand. Did you know also John the Baptist said? Here's Luke 3.8. John the Baptist said, Therefore, bear fruit worthy of repentance. He tells people, he said, If you've repented and it's been genuine, People should be able to tell, I've repented. In other words, there's a change. And we see a change in Zacchaeus. Here's a greedy man. And what's Zacchaeus say? He said, Lord, I'm going to give half of my possessions away. You're going to do what? I'm giving half of my possessions away. The Lord didn't ask him. He just said, I'm giving half of what I've got. Why are you doing that? There's been a change. And then he says, And Lord, if I have falsely cheated somebody, I'm going to pay them back fourfold. More than the law required. I'm going to pay them back fourfold. What is happening here? I'll tell you what's happened. Zacchaeus has met Jesus Christ and it's changed him. When you have a relationship with Christ, you can't be the same. You're going to be different. I wonder. Whatever happened to Zacchaeus. You ever wondered that? Whatever happened to Zacchaeus. I wonder if he maintained. Still became a tax collector. R.C. Sproul. He wrote this. I wrote down. I'm going to just read you. Exactly what he said. He said. Scripture is silent. About the future of Zacchaeus. But church history is not. The Bishop of Alexander. Clement whose writings exist to this very day, mentions in one of his homilies or sermons that Zacchaeus continued continued faithfully in the growth and nurture of the Lord. And he served the Lord to the end of his life with distinction, being elevated ultimately to the role of Bishop of Caesarea. So this little man, who climbed up the tree to see Jesus, left the lucrative money-changing tables at the crossroads leading to Jerusalem and became a spiritual leader in the church. Had God made a change in Zacchaeus? Yes, He had. Zacchaeus found true peace. Now, what was the key verse? Verse 10. The Son of God has come to seek and to save that which is lost. Why did Jesus come? To seek and to save those that are lost. Well, who could that be? Here's what the Apostle Paul said. The Apostle Paul said, here's an acceptable saying. Jesus Christ came in the world to save sinners, of whom I'm chief. And ultimately, he saved me to show his great patience. 1 Timothy chapter 1, verse 15 and 16. You know what? Paul said, you couldn't get any worse than what I was. But he saved me. You know what that means? He can save you. Zacchaeus, can't get any worse than him. You know why this is here? Because he made a change in Zacchaeus and he can change you. But, no buts. He can change you. Now listen to me. Last week, you know what we saw? We talked about blind Bartimaeus. You know, there comes a time, regardless if you're blind, regardless if you're short, regardless if you've got a past, that you've got to take responsibility for you, for your decisions, for your opportunities. Bartimaeus, he realized it. Zacchaeus, he realized it. What about you? The opportunities before you, you've got, it's, it's time to take responsibility. The Holy Spirit speaking, it's time to be able to respond, to be able to act. Today, today's the day. Let's have prayer together. Lord, thank you so much for letting us be able to be in your house together, to study your word, to sense your presence and know your Holy Spirit is working and moving. And today, we just ask that your will could be done in each of our lives. I just pray, Lord, that today we'd forget about whoever's around us. We'd focus upon you and honoring you. And may your will be done in each person's life. And this we ask in Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to Pastor Jim England. If you missed a sermon or would like to re-listen to a message, you can find Brother Jim on Spotify, Google, and Apple under Stony Point Podcast with Jim England. God bless you.